0: Welcome to the Front Porch Theology Podcast. I'm Heather, your host, and I'm here with...
1: Will. I'm Jeremy. Hey, Jeremy. Hey, how
2: are you? I'm good. Why are you talking like that? I don't know. We were talking, were talking about... we he's Batman. You're always don't you. in a weird... <laughs> Wait, I <laughs> don't know you're doing, Okay. I, mean, I, had, I had three words I was going to say, but no. I not say them. Don't. Don't I'm go there. there. I'm not.
0: Don't go there. I'm not.
2: I feel like most
1: of my oh. effort on this podcast is keeping you under control.
2: Yeah, it's true.
0: So, Will, you don't listen to the podcast, right? Nope. So you don't listen to the podcast. I always, every Friday, I I travel to, I have programming on Friday mornings, so I'm usually in the car by myself for about uh, 75 minutes. Um, So I always, like first thing Friday morning, I listen to our podcast to see. But you were here. I know, but I have to listen to see what was offensive. It's like quality
2: control.
1: So you're like that person when you get a new friend request on Facebook, you go to your own (laughs) profile to see what they see. (laughs) Like, just drink it in.
2: No, I, I'm not offensive if I'm by myself. Like, I don't think I was offensive. I did.
0: Oh, you were offensive to me. <gasps> okay. That's yeah. what I was going to say. I I'm go back ready. and listen. What? Was he, I offensive? He badmouthed you and I on the podcast that he did by <laughs> himself.
1: That's fine. I'll never know it. <laughs>
0: I I'll know, but I. What did I say? I don't know. I can't remember. Yeah, I didn't badmouth anybody? He badm- I he, did.
2: Baker saying I did. Baker saying yeah. He, he did. Was here he for
0: badmouthed us. and even in the description of the podcast, he's like Heather and Will are have abandoned me abandoned, again. Yeah, I saw that. Um, <laughs> and like he carried on about. I mean, for that's like kind of true. We had a. Oh, I didn't
2: carry on for ten minutes. Like seven. Seven. Okay. <laughs>
0: uh, I'm sorry. We usually spend the first seven minutes going on about nothing. So, but he did. He badmouthed this, and that. I've been holding a grudge for two weeks about it. I'm sorry until You're I come back. Listen, You're good
2: at holding grudges. I am. It's I hope one know. of your spiritual gifts. <laughs> I think it is. Listen, I hope you know, and I know you do, that I only joke with you like that because because I think much of you, and I know that you can you take it well. You know I'm kidding. I wouldn't say these things.
0: You want to talk about? She has joke? doubt in yeah. her yeah. eyes. I know. I know. <laughs> talk about She's, She's like that, right?
2: She knows it. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Your dad, Uh not this past Sunday. Oh no, Steve, you're in trouble. I was out there. He's like, Heather, congratulations. How far along are you? Oh no, that's you. And I looked at him, and he said, "I'm just kidding." He said, "I've been listening to the podcast." Steve,
2: that's good.
0: He, yeah, I was like, "What?" And he's like, "I'm just kidding." I've been listening to the podcast. He's like, "They've been giving you a great joke, Dad."
2: Oh, I thought he—you didn't tell me that he said he was joking, so I thought he was serious. And I was like, "You told me about it." I was like. Oh, that's so yes, too funny. because dad loves you. Oh,
0: he right. does. Yeah. He's a big fan of Heather. Right. We're our whole, our,
1: church, our whole church has well, learned. This side of the couch is. Unless we're like really wrong on this, but we think we've learned that your love language is like.
2: Mean. Yeah, yes. Meanness.
0: Fisty, mean people. Yeah.
2: Because that's kind of how you are in a loving way. If I'm way. mean
0: to you, it means I love you. Right. Yeah. So,
2: so you sent Julia a text and she was like, hey, I think she's really upset with you. And I'm like, ah, she's not upset. She's just messing around. Her face. Is, no, she's really upset. With
0: us. Let me tell you. Why all are something. you so mad at us? You all we do? are the worst. Yes. Absolute crap communicators.
2: I. Well, I agree.
0: Hundred percent.
2: Will struggles. Worst. Like there are probably people worse than <laughs> there us. There are people worse. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. You too.
1: I mean, we might be bad, but. You know, some people to do. you do not remember
0: the time you told me to come podcast and I drove all the way to Taste Valley whenever you all were indeed here. So going to bring up,
1: you're going to bring that up.
0: Of course, because I'm a grudge holder. We just discussed it. It was two it. years
1: ago. It was. Yeah, I'm was not a letting long, go. It was like before the <laughs> pandemic. That hey, was wait, a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait I was wait really minute. apologetic for that.
2: that it was. was listen, there was a time, I can't remember. This has been a long time ago, where I came to podcast and <laughs> someone didn't show up. Was it you that didn't show up? No, you were on know. vacation. I don't know what you're talking about. It
0: was about. me. Oh, you that didn't show up. I actually told Jeremy oh. that his grudge was calling claim. the kettle black here. Well, that's yeah. why
2: she said you're the worst communicator. She was all like, I was you I talking all, to
0: you. You and Oh, Baker. so you
2: forgave Jeremy because you wronged him.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: But
2: because you didn't wrong <laughs> Two me. Two wrongs I, make, it, yeah. make it okay. it yeah, nah. okay. But
0: have I wronged you lately?
2: No. No, you've never wronged me. Even that day you didn't
0: wrong I'm me. I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about Will.
2: Fair enough. Hey, you wrong me all the time.
0: Does he know yet? About what? About the wrong I've done against him lately.
2: Oh, he, he'll find out soon.
0: Okay.
1: No.
2: Oh, just. Oh, I wait. know what
1: it is.
0: What? My
1: dang birthday card. Is you did it. I think. At my desk at home. Is what's at your desk at home?
0: My your birthday card. I keep forgetting it to bring it. To.
1: <laughs> no, I got a birthday card in the mail, and you're my prime suspect. I've got like a little. I told you. Know, you know those like bulletin boards with the yarn and like trying to figure like, out who did it.
0: Crime suspects? Yeah,
1: that's what I've been doing, and and all the all the yarn goes to your name. Like you're the one. You're bought, the only sadistic person in my life that would get joy from that.
0: I bought you a birthday card and a gift card. Really? To Qdoba. Why
1: haven't you given it to Qtoba? me? Qdoba? It's almost been yeah, a month Chipotle, since my birthday. Chipotle, Chipotle's
0: not your favorite. I just forget, well, Will. Well, you
1: or some other person whose love language is evilness. Um,
0: I don't know where you'd even get something like that.
1: Someone sent me a birthday card that sings forever. Like like you open it and it starts singing Happy Birthday or some happy song, birthday? and then when you close the card it just keeps singing, and the only way to like get it like it just wouldn't stop, and the, so you rip it open and you it, didn't, it like, you didn't exploded stomp it? glitter into my beard.
0: Did you stomp it?
1: No, I didn't stomp. You it. Tried I that. ripped it. I ripped it open. Should
0: have stomped it first. Not,
1: was is that is that the trick? I don't know. You I mean, know the trick.
0: I stomp a lot of things when I get mad. So so there's
1: there were a handful of people that i thought could send me something like that jeremy's one of them but jeremy's not like jeremy's not smart enough to like to just go buy something he puts a lot of effort into his pranks this is like a thoughtful prank but not a lot of effort into the prank and you just struck me as a person that would spend money to like to torture me and you did another thing one time and got like crap all over my truck one time you remember that? What was that? No, I don't remember. Yes, you do. You do. What did you get all over my truck?
0: Uh, we were eating some kind of candy, and I put candy wrappers yes, like yes. all over your... You filled
1: yeah. my truck with candy wrappers. and
0: No, I didn't fill your truck. I filled your sun visor.
1: Yes, that's right. And then you, when the sun was out, I was driving, your and the sun was in my eyes, and I pulled my visor down to like to save my life, and all these candy wrappers came flooding into my face. Anyways, I, I had like PTSD. It felt the same way when the glitter... Blew up. I'm sorry, that happened beard. to you? Yeah, so
0: I was, however, 20 counties away, and I did not.
1: It doesn't matter how far away you are, I like put zero it was in the pe- U.S. mail. But like, the-
0: I will tell you, I put zero pieces of mail in the mailbox that weekend and the And week you leading also up to love it. mail,
1: you love sending stuff. To I
0: people. do love to send mail, but I did not put anything in the mailbox or the postal service oh. that weekend or the weekend. I, right. the week I trust leading your woman
1: it. of your word, I'll take your word for it, but I've always been a little Why bit. Oh, I just was... Will you put it down for me? See if we were talking about homosexuality yet. No, not yet. Okay. But that's a good way to jump in. Good way to lead into it. All
0: right! So, to our listeners, we've had a lot of... um, We've had a lot of questions coming in. Not a lot. We've had a few good questions coming in the last few weeks. Um, We've
1: got questions... That'll make you sweat. (laughs) The nervous sweats. Um,
0: I have had the nervous sweats since we got these questions because they're very, they're both very controversial. Look, I can't even say it. So, um, you know, with um, we've had two, uh, we've had one big thing happen in the last two weeks with the Roe versus Wade being overturned.
2: That's next week. We're going to get to that, and we're going to record an episode
0: and answer those questions next week. We have Um, an
1: expert joining us. No, we'll and women's health, yes. No, she well, said
0: on the message she wasn't.
1: I, in my eyes, she is. She's more of an expert than you and I. I guarantee it. Yeah. So we're excited for that.
0: Um. So one of the she's questions hard to
1: book. Though, so we couldn't is. get her. We couldn't get her to come this week. She's squirrely. And
0: yet, yeah, that is the issue I've had with you all because you what? you sir are trying what? to book your wife no. for podcasts no. when you know not her schedule.
2: I. That's not true. I, I can explain later. But I'm an innocent no. man. With okay. All that.
0: So. Not to squirrel off and keep being angry. So the question that we had submitted um, through the app, um, and we are not. There is a portion of this that has to do with uh, an abortion, um, but we're going to cover that next week. Next so week. I am going to read the this question. This questioner
1: put both in one they question. They did,
0: um, which I think is fine. The but double whammy question. Yeah, it kind of is. So, where in the Bible does it say to not get an abortion? And do you think Jesus would attend a pride festival slash event? can you be gay and have a relationship with Jesus too? So we're going to handle the um, the homosexuality pride festival part first. So um, so let's start with, can, d- can you be gay and have a relationship with Jesus too?
2: All right. So I, I would say that can can a Christian struggle with same-sex attraction? Yes. There, <clears throat> so now, do I think a Christian... Is being consistent and boasting and being proud of what Scripture calls sin, and uh, no, um, I think if someone is uh, boast about it and is not um, uh, not sorrowful for their sin, um, I, I would say it's the same thing. If I if I was a proud, uh, if I was proud at like cheating on my wife and I was like, yeah, man, it was amazing. Uh, it's great, and I'm proud of it. I think people would be like, are you really a Christian? And I think there's a, there's a reason for that. Now, I realize that culturally, um, you know, the, the problem is calling homosexuality a sin. Uh, but I think Scripture is pretty clear. So, in the same way, if I boasted about my sin, about cheating on my wife, the same way that people would go, oh, does he really love Jesus like he says he does, is the same way I think we should feel when homosexuals do that. Now... That does not mean you can't struggle with same-sex attraction and be a Christian. I am I am one who personally believes that Scripture, I mean, Scripture is clear, that you're born into sin. And this can be something, I mean, I am not a, I don't know anything about genetics. Um, I know there's like an X and Y and stuff involved. But, like, I think that you can, uh, I think that you can be born with particular struggles and temptations. And whether that's a natural struggle for, let's say, straight, um men wanting to have sex with many women I think it could easily easily someone be born with the struggle of wanting to have sex um, with the same gender so but that doesn't mean <clears throat> again I that doesn't mean a Christian should embrace that and say well I'm born that way well I'm we're all born into sin being born into sin is not a qualifier for embracing said sin um, we need to repent of sin and be reborn in a way that is pursuing holiness
1: yeah i mean one of the primary commands from jesus is for us to deny ourselves he says take up your cross and follow me denying yourself is how he describes it and so if we're going to deny ourselves um that's something that every christian has to do and and different humans have different proclivities and temptations and so when we deny ourselves we're all denying different things um so what what i have to deny most strongly is going to be different from s- someone else and um but the pride movement is really hinged upon don't deny don't deny who you embrace. are, embrace embrace it be proud of it right and and it's it's not just war on homosexuality it's it's a war on an ideology that as christians um even if you take sexuality out of what we're talking about, um, the core principles are Christianity is a way of life in which you deny yourself um, for, for the glory of God, um, whereas the ideology of pride is embrace yourself, um, love the way that you are without, without any sort of change or without any sort of self-denial. And um, and so those are two radically different ideologies, and so we shouldn't be surprised when they butt heads. And um, and so that's that's really like in, in pastoral counseling and shepherding, that's that's the battle cry um, in every issue of people's lives. It's like you have to deny yourself, you have to deny what you want. Um, and so like yeah, I don't I don't think you can be a gay Christian. Um, I think you can you can be same sex attracted, and I always I always want to change the. The phrase from gay to same-sex attracted because I think if you just say I'm a gay Christian, you're, you're like ad- an act of you, well, you're identifying ho- yourself with with what the Bible says is sin. Homosexual right. activity is is sinful. The Bible makes it clear in multiple places. We'll get into that in a moment. I yeah. think I think we should read what the Scriptures say about it. Yeah, I think so. Um, but but yeah, to any any Christian who would identify um, with something sinful. As, like, the first word before the word Christian, I think is misguided in how their identity is actually shaped up by Jesus' teaching. I'm an American Christian. Well, it's not sinful to be an American, but I don't even like that. Yeah, like I know what you mean. No, but, like, but right, it is. You're, you're a citizen of, of Jesus' kingdom, and right. that comes before American, it comes before your
2: sexuality, it comes before even like political party or whatever. So the, 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 it's really interesting because uh, I was talking to a, a counselor who deals with this at, at, a, at a public school, and especially the the gender dysphoria thing where there is she has to try to tell kids all the time now uh, she has you know she she has to walk a, a fine line um, but she tries to say listen your um, your identity should not be in who you think you're attracted to at age 12 mm-hmm. um, this is not your this is not who you are in fact she goes listen I, I'm a 37 year old woman and I am not I my identity is not in my attraction to my husband. Like I, I'm many things before that, and um, you know. So it is. I think it's the obsession with sexual fulfillment. Um, man. I, well, I could go on and on a, a little bit about this, but I think there's a where where happiness is with it with whether there's the thought that happiness uh, can become by by just fulfilling your your desires, and I know that's what you're getting at—the idea of denying yourself. But even I, what I'm, what I struggle with is a lot of Christians who maybe even embrace this as a loving act to promote and um, be proud of people who embrace their their sin. And I, and in an act, so I think that's a desire
1: to love specifically. I think that's what the question's getting at, sure. like when it says would. The first part of the question, at least. Would, would Jesus, Jesus attend, attend? A, a pride festival or something? No. Um, a question I've actually received a lot as a pastor is, should I go to this gay wedding? Um, I've always said, yeah. Um, because I, I think I would go to lots of weddings of people who aren't living Christian lives. Um, I, I do, in fact, go to attend weddings of, of people who are living counter counteractive to what the Bible calls us to live. Um But but I would do so in a way that's not affirming it, if that makes sense. Um, So Pride Festival, I think, would be a little bit different. Um, Sure, I would I would not feel comfortable going to a Pride Festival. Something that the 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 purpose of it is to be proud of
2: sin. Um, I, I want to make a quality. Just Just like I don't think God is, is pleased with homosexual relationships, I don't think God is pleased with all heterosexual relationships either. Right. Even heterosexual marriages, if they're not centered on him, then I think their marriage is in sin. Right. So I just want to qualify. Exactly. And
1: like civilly speaking, um, and this, this might cause me to get some emails, but we'll talk about it anyways, but like civilly speaking, I – I think that that homosexual people ought to have rights to. This is just my personal opinion. Jeremy, you might disagree. Heather, you might disagree. But um, I think I think homosexual people ought to have the right to be married, be on insurance policies together, et cetera, et cetera, so forth and so on. Um, and the reason I feel that way is is like you said, Jeremy, because because biblically, I I in the church uphold biblical marriage, and those outside the church, like they they can get married, they can cohabitate, they can, you know, I'm not going to hold them to a standard of what a Christian is. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, but that's why I would, you know, say, yeah, civilly, you, you can have rights,
2: but... Within I'm, the kingdom of God, it's not prohibited. Right. And so, like, right. yeah, if
1: you want to, like, of man, be a member of, of my church and have me officiate a homosexual wedding, that's where I'm going to draw the line and be like, I can't right. be a part of that.
2: Well, okay, so I, I would say legally, as far as the way our country works, it's a state issue. Uh, Article 1, Section 8 does not give the federal government rights to do any of that. It does pass it down to the states. That's a federal, it's got federalism. Um, so yeah, now in theory, sure, I would I would like to see God's kingdom manifest itself on earth. And one day we, we will, right? Mm-hmm. Um, right. Uh, but I, I personally think this is the church. So God's kingdom now is present, in, I think, with the church, and, and the church should not permit such things.
1: Right. I, and and I I would seek to um, expand God's kingdom through evangelism rather than law. Um, that would be the position that I would hold to. So rather than political action to bring about God's order, I would say uh, evangelistic action to bring people into God's kingdom by regeneration will then bring God's law in their hearts. And um, you know we've seen the that more though.
2: Christians, the more we'll see obedience to God's law. We've seen people that part of our church who um, were um homosexuals who've uh since conversion repented mm-hmm. of that and have not practiced that yeah and um and what i think is amazing and what speaks to uh, to, uh what i think is a, is they have legally and culturally the ability to but they love jesus more and so now that they're part of a different nation so to speak they're part of a different kingdom and they answer to a different king um, well, they don't, but they at least see that they, who the real king is. Mm-hmm. They submit to that law. Um, and I, I think that's beautiful. Yeah,
1: Let me read this uh, scripture from Romans. Um,
2: Romans chapter 1 says, For this reason
1: God gave them up to dishonorable pass- passions. For their women exchanged natural relations for those that are contrary to nature. And the men likewise gave up natural relations with women and were consumed with passion for one another. Men committing shameless acts with men, and receiving in themselves the due penalty for their error, um, and it continues to go on about how those, particularly that were practicing homosexual sin, but, but that? will that's just
2: culture.
0: Where's that that's found? That's just the
1: culture of the day. Yeah. Um, so
0: where is that found?
1: That's in Romans chapter one, verse twenty six and twenty seven. Um,
2: so what what do you say to the people that's like that's just a, like it's the same thing as like. Head coverings and things like that.
1: Well, I think I think yeah. So I think you start at the New Testament because I've I've, I've reasoned with people who are gay before and had conversations and very polite conversations about this, um, and that is usually where it comes up. Um, yeah, that was just the time then, and so I usually start in the New Testament because if you start in Leviticus, they're just like, ah, oh, well, what about shrimp? And what about yeah. tattoos and sure. beards and stuff? And so I, I start in the New Testament and show them. Uh, clear condemnation of it here in Romans 1, also in 1 Corinthians 6, uh, verse 9, um, you have a condemnation of it as well. Uh, but then working backwards to Leviticus to show, okay, this was part of God's law. And, and yeah, you could try to make the argument that it was ceremonial-like. Like the laws against eating certain types of food and whatnot, but then I think you have to go back even further to the Garden of Eden. Okay, God creates gender in the beginning. He makes man and woman, and he and he creates them physically and I believe spiritually and mentally to be to be uh, to be a pair that works together very well. Uh, to to call. Um, them helpers and lean against each other and so you have this beautiful um, complementary nature of God's creation and, and you see very clearly his design and what's important about going to the Garden of Eden is this is before sin before the fall and I would even argue before culture before man had spread around the earth and come up with different traditions and societies and things like that it's like in God's garden he planned it as man and woman and um, and so this this I think gives us the standard because it's before sin yeah um, you, you, it's not marred by by cultural
2: practice it, Paul quotes Genesis the in, in the beginning there when he creates them and talks about how they are they come together they're, they're one he quotes that in Ephesians 5. Mm-hmm. Right. And and actually states the purpose of marriage and why it's man and woman. Yes. Um, so we, we, we were. Uh, all, and, in fact, all the teachings on marriage have their
1: root in Genesis one and two. Yeah. So if you start if you start with the most recent scriptures and work your way backwards, I think you get a very clear picture of what God's intention is for um, marriage, but also sexuality and, and reproduction even um, and what that's supposed to look like and then and then you have the clear verses that, that condemn things outside of that so um, so yeah some people do say it's cultural um, but I, I just don't see it that way I see it in God's created order his design
2: sure well it, it's hard to say it's culture if you find, find it with Ephesus if you find it in Romans if you find it with Leviticus mm-hmm. if you find it in Corinth right this ceases to be cultural this is expanding for many 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 years in all yeah cuz a lot of world. people
1: look at the Bible and they're like, well in Bible times, like you've heard that that phrase, <laughs> in well in Bible times. times, it's like you don't realize Bible times covers several thousand years, yeah. right? <laughs> and and time. lots of different parts of the world. And yeah. so to say, well in Bible times that was the rule, but not now in modern times it's like you're not just talking about two places. You're yeah. talking about a lot of places, a lot of time.
2: And and I realize that like Sodom and Gomorrah gets brought up typically in these in these debates, but it is it is part of it. Um mm-hmm. the the Lord shows um, I, the Lord shows, man. That, that that story obviously there's more sin there than just homosexuality, yeah. but that shows it. I mean, it it is shows that the Lord is in in the judgment. But I mean, also the way they treat their daughters. Well, not not a, everyone a in
1: the city of Sodom was gay. Sure, right, and, and so like, but the Lord destroyed the whole city.
2: Um, but and, but that that was an evidence of their perversion. Right,
1: right, and so their their homosexual activity really seems to be a symptom of their of their heart and that's why that's why i really want to take everything back to Really, away from like who are, who are you physically attracted to, but rather where is your heart? Yeah, and and where like who is your heart attracted to? And I, if it's if it's toward God, it will be a denial of self and a and a worship of God. And that was not the case for those in Sodom and Gomorrah, and that led to these physical relationships that were inappropriate. You
2: actually see a lot of sexual perversion in that. You see not only the. Um, homosexuality you also see that the prostituting out of his daughters mm-hmm. the mystery of uh, being a bad father and mm-hmm. how you sexually exploit children you also see incest later with lot and his yep. children right so it's like all the sexual perversions are present at these people who have fallen away from the Lord right
1: and that's what that's what happens when you don't prioritize denial of self and worship of God you begin to follow your own lust which is what Romans one says um, he gives them up to their own passions. And so it's like the things that they wanted are the things that destroy them. It's like God doesn't have to destroy you. Yeah. Um, when you walk away from God, you destroy yourself, um, yeah. is, is kind of the picture the Bible paints. And, and, so,
2: and even with heterosexual males, the Lord warns them of it's again, it's not just embrace heterosexuality. There's a, uh, there's and whether it's a Proverbs, whether it's uh, Ecclesiastes, whether it's, uh, there's a, um, many warnings about um, embracing just any woman. We read it today in Proverbs, right? (laughs) Yeah, yeah.
1: We studied this morning in Proverbs about the dangers of of wandering to women, other than your your wife. Yeah. um, Proverbs is filled with admonitions to to cling to the spouse of your youth. Um, and, and so there's a very clear picture. Um, even in the passages that don't mention homosexuality explicitly, there's a very clear picture of what marriage is supposed to be. And it's yeah. one man, one
2: woman. Uh, that's
0: right. That's what you see.
2: And, not, yeah, not not shacking up before you're married, not shacking up with someone the same sex as you. hmm Yeah.
0: So, um, I've been very quiet.
2: You like weirdly, yeah. You haven't quiet. So
0: I, so um, I do have a question for you. Um, and I'll I'll say this for why I've been quiet. Um, I think it's a very very complex thing. I think there is a lot more to it. Like, why is someone mm-hmm. attracted to the same sex? Is it a genetic thing? Is it because of um, trauma? Mm-hmm. Um, so. Until I'm until I'm more comfortable in being able to say, hey, you know, yeah. I just prefer to. I think there can
1: be multiple reasons. I
0: okay. think I think there can be two. So here's my question. So like that's which why that's being, why I've been quiet. I'm just yeah. kind of listening to you all. Kind, con- which you know, I would say include being born in. that way. One yeah. of the
1: accusations I've had a lot is is from from people I've spoken with that are gay. Why would I choose this? And that, and that's kind of one of the attacks that's come at a traditional marriage view. Is why would I choose this and so I, I would never say that, that people are just choosing right that. yeah I, I, maybe there are some but I,
2: sure there, there, there are definitely some and right, but de- I've not in my right.
1: experience I've not known people that have just chosen to, right. to be gay
0: so so my question to you all is you know um, we you know I think I think the way you answered the first question like would Jesus go to prod you know festival event yeah. Um, Sadly, very sadly, the way I see Christians responding to things mm-hmm. seems to be more damning than mm-hmm. being gay and proud yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Christians are not given a good reflection or example of what Christ would truly do or say to people uh, who are living in sin no matter what the sin is. So as pastors, as as men who've had to um pastor and shepherd people probably on both sides of the fence you know um seeing comments from your congregation and your 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 sheep um i mean what what do we like where is the line like for for us as believers like you love you support you don't affirm like There, there's so much that I like. would love to say, but then at the same time, like there's so many like gray areas. And I sure. feel like I'm more in the gray areas on a lot of topics, honestly. And that, that's,
1: like To be a moderator, to be in the middle is not a bad thing. Oh, um, no, it doesn't I, feel bad. I think the Bible calls us <laughs> to that a lot, um, yeah. actually. Um, Alsterberg has a, a pretty famous sermon one time where he was actually speaking about Covering the passage, a passage of scripture where he was dealing with homosexuality, and he was he was preaching and condemning homosexuality. Um, and it, it, I don't want to mess up his quote, but basically he said, "I cannot affirm this lifestyle because of the Bible, but I also cannot hate people of this lifestyle because of the Bible." And so he was saying the Bible actually gives us right guardrails guard to to find that middle ground. And it might even feel like you're in a gray area and everything might not be so black and white. And there might be a lot of really situational type relationships and circumstances that come up. But, um, but we know we love Christ and we know we love his word and we know what the word has condemned. and and then, so how we respond in light of that also has to be in, in
2: congruence with the word and love and deed. I would say the Lord hated my disbelief and skepticism and straight out uh agnosticism prior to my conversion as much as he hated homosexuality um i was you know i you know as being guilty of breaking at first just the the first commandment um yet there was never a level of hatred Come at me by Christians, right? It was always, hey, we. I mean, there was never an affirmation. Hey, you know what? We're proud of you of your unbelief, um, or we're proud of you of your sin. It was never that. It was, hey, like this is sin, and we we love you, and we want we want to be with you, and tell you the truth, and. Um, yeah, so I, I that's that's. So why can't we? Why can't? Well, not
1: maybe not all of us. I, I don't want to give the whole church a bad rap because the whole church shouldn't have a bad rap. But no. a lot of Christians can't seem to do that on this issue. Well, okay, there, um, there's
2: t- there's two things with this. One, I, I also want I want to add. I think Jesus with with uh, his care for a prostitute, also in someone in sexual sin, can give us like a, maybe how the Lord would deal with it. Would he show up at a pride parade? If he did, it it would be to call to repentance. But but.
1: But, call to repentance, very sincerely, but in a very caring and loving and
2: forgiving way too. Yep. Um I, I, I'll, I'll say that if uh, I think personally, I don't know a lot of Christians that I would call hateful. Um, I know there's a couple of people who are really upset, kind of at the church as a whole, not not New Heights, but just church whole. And I almost want to be like, stop watching news. Like, mm-hmm. like they they pick the most ra- not even radical, because I would I would include myself and I'm and I'm a radical in my beliefs. But that doesn't mean I'm not caring or loving. They pick some of the most unloving people to highlight because they need you to stay glued, and they need you to be upset, and they need you to feel distraught, because um, it's good for their bottom line. So I, I have honestly, I don't, I'm not on social media a lot, so I don't see like what people post in our church. But I've not seen anything hateful, and maybe, maybe again, I, I just don't get on social media a lot, but. Um, at the same time, uh, I just for anyone, I, if you're wanting to make great political points, I don't think social media is the best place to do that. Uh, I think usually, no, I just I think poorly. it's having
0: private conversations with people. That's yeah. that's where you make the most difference. Right.
2: So social media is, is an echo chamber. Um, it's it's either going to make someone pat you on the back or it's going to cause divisions. In the same
1: sense, I mean, like think of however long this episode has gone so far, and like we could continue to talk about this in a gracious way for quite some time. But if I were to try to condense all the thoughts that I've even like talked about just this so far on this episode into a Facebook post, nobody like, would read it. Either no one would read it, or it would have to leave out so much nuance that's necessary to yeah. be there. And people yeah. just and then and They'd then so in. what would what the assumption would go with it would be hatred. hatred oh, he yeah. hates gay people. Yeah. He hates this. You know.
2: Okay, so so t- take take the line you said where there's a lot of gray. Right. If you put that in there, th- what people would do is they would fill in the gaps. Mm-hmm. Right. People who they just make
0: their own assumptions right. on what that is. Yeah.
2: They 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 fill it in with with their presuppositions about you. Right. Um. Oh, there he, he's he's liberal, LGBTQI plus whatever uh, affirming, and, or or the other side would be like, oh, there's no great, you know, like you're right. you're you know somehow, uh, condemning. Uh. Right. So I, I personally my my wisdom to my Christian brothers and sisters is don't do this over social media. Like, you do nothing. I've never, ever seen anyone convinced over social media. I've seen people have really good discussions, but normally uh, it ends up in argumentation and There's always nastiness. one person that has to get on, always. that has to
0: say something. And I think, you know, I think a lot of times we use um, the certain things from the bible of context like when we say use a righteous judgment and people think oh i'm a believer of god so my Mm -hmm. my judgment is righteous and um, i've never heard that one thing
2: my judgment like my discernment is yeah my
0: discernment like how you know what i mean like that's righteous (laughs) i mean i you know i mean now that you're like laughing like i'm sure you could think of somebody who probably looks at themselves that way and Uh, thinks that yeah probably good um I mean, i I think a lot. I think a lot of Christians and believers like use that, like think that that they can just say what they think and how they be, how they believe about it, and they can use the the hashtag. Sorry, not sorry, and think that it shouldn't offend anybody, and that no one should be mad at them or have hurt feelings, and and all. And to me, just you know, I I can't speak for you all, but to but for me, like that just causes more harm and more division within. You know. Um, well, the message With, is lost. Within the church, yeah. like t- believers towards other believers, costs. Yeah. Um, but then, for for those who are unbelievers, um, who are living in sin, like that, just sends the wrong message to them too. You know,
2: it does because it becomes more about behavior modification than it does Absolutely. about the gospel. Yeah. And so that, so we had we've had people over at the house where we do, just lo- disagree politically. My sisters and I, or one of my sisters, disagree politically, but we like. I, there is a, you know, I we've I'm not can't remember where it was. We were having this conversation where you have to have the right to earn the the right to like joke on someone's like physical appearance. Um, I feel like it was when you were making fun of how big I am. Uh, that's what it was. That's what it was. You 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 had to you have to earn the right to be able to have some of these conversations, um, and and show that you're someone who is a, a like a, a, an on a. Um, I say honest actor, but someone who's not just trying to provoke and make someone angry, um, but someone who can. And even when I say listen, I don't even mean like try to like get on their side, but Convince, like, but just yeah, like be able to see bring your thoughts
0: from. to the table. Yeah, right. See
2: where they're coming from, um, because if if you can't do that, then you know it, you're not going to be able to communicate to them clearly because you you don't even know the issues that they really have. Um, so that that yeah i' I'm, I'm always shocked by how upset people get about at each other at these things, but part of it is and one day I'm gonna write a book one day it won't be as good as yours well, there's no way no way um, uh, but I want to write I always want to write a book the art of disagreeing like the or the art of that's disagreement right. like learning how to disagree and being okay.
0: you know I think that's something that we've you know I think that's something that as a society and even as a church that we struggle with so it's either black or white. I mean, I think I'm right. <laughs> what is the song? Why does it have to be wrong or right? Why does it happen? <laughs> I don't
2: remember that one. That's a does it doesn't have to be black or white. That's, that's no, that's I a accent. different yeah. song. Yeah,
0: that's a different song.
2: Um, so, I, I, again, I think I am very right, but that doesn't mean I don't enjoy talking to people who I think are very wrong and enjoying their thoughts on it. It it does not it does not bother me, and honestly, I don't believe I'm even. I think I can speak truth but i don't think i have the ability to change their hearts i think that's a holy spirit thing so i just enter in it with with faith and prayer and open ears and uh, and being able to try to give give wisdom and truth where i can
1: i've my personal experience on this issue is i've had some of the most um uplifting conversations with people who are same-sex attracted um on both sides. So on on the side of which uh, same sex attracted Christians who deny their physical um, temptations toward homosexuality, um, and people who I've seen walk with Christ, uh, some of the bravest and and just most amazing and humble people I've known, and I applaud them for denying themselves um, and walking in Christ like manner, which is usually um, a a path of singleness, um, usually not always, but, but I'm not somebody that's saying like pray the gay away, you know, all that. Um, usually it's a call to singleness and some of those people are so brave and just amazing. But then even the people who never agreed with, with my view of the scriptures, like there was, there was a couple that we spoke to, um, my wife and I had them over and we talked about this issue and they Disagreed not with just gender and, and sexuality, but they disagreed with our view on the Bible. Um, so, like, where I would say the Bible is inerrant and authoritative for my life, they would say, No, it's been changed. We, we don't trust it. And so, like, our, our main disagreement was on the Bible rather than sexuality. Yeah. And the uh, overall. But right, we had such a. a Cordial and polite conversation, and we were able to establish this is where our disagreement is, and so of course that's going to produce different outcomes of lifestyle, and um, and so I I think if if people just like calm down, probably shut down Facebook a little bit and have real conversations with people, you'll find that like you can disagree with someone's lifestyle and still be very respectful and cordial.
2: I'm telling, I've had I've never gotten an argument with someone about these conversations when they've been face to face. Never, ever. No. It usually... No, because
0: people aren't brave enough to say some of the stuff that they do (laughs) face-to-face, because... They're cowards, to be quite honest. Well, but but um,
2: but you're, you tend to be nicer and more gracious. You do well.
0: Here's the thing, too. You're we've ta- ta- to a real we've talked about this before. Like, your tone and context can be lost. Oh yeah. In text, mm-hmm. a lot of times, like Jeremy. Several times, I'll text you and he'll be like, "I'm so sorry, you're really upset with me." And I'm like, "Good lord, shut up, you big baby!" Like, I was Gosh, just kidding. I'm sorry, Heather. Jeez. Um, but you know, your tone and context is lost so much. But um, you know, I, do you know something that I think like that? I think a lot about. I think, so I think, I think this goes, like, to me, I think a lot of people have been raised to believe a certain thing. I think a lot of people can't open their minds to, like, think on big things in the Bible, to think, well, was that literal? Was it metaphorical? Was it just an example of something else that's going to happen that's truly not how it's going to be? I think a lot of people, like, get scared because what they've been brought up to believe all their life Like, the foundation of that is being shaken a little bit. You know what I mean? Like, when you start to lose your foundation on things that you believe in, that you, like, Sam Furman, like, that's a scary thing. Um,
2: Yeah, if if you're brought up... I mean, if you're brought up and you've been, let's say, in the United Methodist your entire life, and this is how you're told, this is how you're supposed to read it. Right? Tra- yeah, even we've talked. We usually when we talk about traditions. We talk about fundies, um, but even liberal traditions they put are the, difficult to break.
1: They put the fun in fundies, or maybe the undies in fundies. <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> All
2: fundies right. and undies. Oh, oh, gosh, oh no. Too, too much. Yeah. This is. I don't know where this is going. All right.
0: Well, you know what? I mean. I think I can honestly say that I don't know that i necessarily agree with er everything you all have said today. And I'm honestly just thankful for the grace and space to be in the gray to where I can sit over here and just take in what you said and maybe not necessarily be on the same page as you all with the same things as I'm sure other people were. Um, But to also know and believe with all my heart that Jesus wants us to love everybody. Um, No matter what he wants us to use our words wisely because our words are something we can't take back and nowadays it's something that can be screenshotted and used against you (laughs) for years to come
2: that's weird i'm used to people agreeing with everything i always say
0: i'm sure you are (laughs) i'm sure you are well we
2: know
1: that you disagree with us on a lot because we've seen screenshots Yes. Of, of things you say to other people. Yeah. They get back to us. Of course they do. I
0: say it to your face. Don't worry. <laughs> well, yeah. That's
1: what we tell them when they send us the screenshots. Yeah, she already said She told us this. She said
2: this to us already. Yeah.
0: yeah um, no. Uh, you know, I, I think it's... Um, I think it's... I'm not going to lie. I had the nervous sweats and probably the nervous poops about even like covering this topic today just because... um it's something that, for me, that has been hard to to open my mind to, and I don't think a lot of people get out of that comf- out of that comfortable space until they know and love somebody who mm-hmm. identifies with um, with homosexuality, and that's been something yeah. for me personally that I've had to deal with and try to figure out what I believe and what I don't believe.
1: Sure.
0: And. I just kind of fall in the space. At the end of the day, that I'll stand before God one day and.
1: It's like. Um, hopefully. Who was it that said, "Everybody's got a plan to get punched in the mouth"? That was Mike Tyson. Yeah, Mike Tyson said that. It's like people people who haven't like. I might get
0: that tattooed on me.
1: Right, it's great. People who haven't experienced. Would that give me like the right? to punch to people in the face. <laughs> there? No, it wouldn't. But people Even who, who a don't a have gift. people in their life that they love. That wrestle with this issue. Yeah, it's really hard. It's really hard for them to to see that. And so, if if you don't, maybe try pray for some of those relationships so that you can actually see what people wrestle and struggle with, and um, speak truth in a gracious and loving way.
0: Yeah. All right, guys. Um, I think we're gonna very very easily come to a place where we can wrap up today um and we're gonna say that if you have any other questions uh feel free to submit them in our app and um thanks for listening to today's episode